Welcome to Passive Income Group 360, the podcast for new and upcoming entrepreneurs who are ready to stop living from paycheck to paycheck and finally achieve real financial freedom. This is your host, Lisa Michelle. I've been a solo attorney for 20 years, but in 2019, I began my search for the best sources of passive income. Now, each and every Friday, I share with you everything I've learned along the way. No fake gurus, no flashy Lambos, just real information that you can use today. So what are we waiting for? Let's get started. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Passive Income Group 360, the podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Michelle. If it's your first time here, welcome. And if you've been here before, welcome back. I appreciate you all for joining me. So in today's uh, episode, I wanted to talk about free tools or free resources. And they're for content creators, but you don't have to be a YouTuber or a blogger to benefit from tools for content creators. So if you make t-shirts or designs for print on demand, if you create your own marketing materials or graphics or anything like that, these tools can probably help you. So if you're just starting out, or even if you're not just starting out, if you don't have a large budget for you know, tools, designing tools and things like that, there are a lot of free alternatives. So I wanted to share 20 really good alternatives. These aren't, you know, um, tools or websites where you can use it for, you know, three minutes and then you, you're done for the month. You have to, or you have to upgrade to a paid subscription to really benefit. All of these are, you can really get a benefit from the free options that they, that they offer. All right. So Number one, of course, is Canva. Um, that's something that I use almost daily. So I will always include that on any list of resources, free or not. But Canva does have a free version and you can actually do a lot with it. So that's number one. Um, if you're unfamiliar with Canva, it's a design software. So you can create graphics, um, ebook covers. You can actually format actual ebooks. Um, flyers, marketing materials, presentations, checklists, you name it, you can create it in Canva. Our number two is ConvertKit, email marketing provider. You can do a lot with their free version. You can set up a landing page. You can start collecting email addresses. You can send out broadcast emails. And if you want to start collecting emails so you have an email list, a free way is definitely a great way to go. You can start there, and if you want to upgrade later on to use more of their options, that's fine, but you don't have to. You can start out on the free version. Number three, Creative Fabrica. They have tons of free fonts, design elements, clip art, graphics. They have whatever you need to include in your actual designs. So you can go to Creative Fabrica and download some of their design tools and use them in Canva for your whatever materials that you're creating there. And I think they have, the last time I checked, there was over 40,000 free items in there. So you, you, you may have to set up a free account, but once you do that, there's a whole section for just freebies. So that's excellent. I love going in there just to see what I can, I can, <laughs> I can get for free. And I have a paid subscription, but it's just a website that I, it's really fun to go through. And number four is Creative Market. So similar to Creative Fabrica, they also have a lot of fonts, graphics, patterns, anything that you would need to create. But um, they send out an email every week 
letting you know what, I think it's maybe seven free items they have for that week. So it's like a surprise. You don't know what's going to be free. You get the email, you check, you go over there. And if it's something that you're interested in, you just go ahead and download it and it's yours. Okay. Number five is place it and place it. I use place it for mock-ups. You can use it to mock up anything, t-shirts, um, you use it for digital products to make it look as though your products on a you know, computer or iPhone or something and, or mugs or whatever product you have, but you can also create designs using place it. You can use their design tool. And I think you can actually create your logo on place it. And they do have free options there as well. So if you want to use it for mockups, you can do that free. You don't have access to the whole library, but it's enough. It's definitely enough to, to, you know, get you started with your products. SEMrush um, will help you. Now, SEMrush is a paid tool and is primarily an SEO tool. So if you have a website and you want to know what keywords you should be using to rank on Google, or if you want to know what your competition is doing so you can kind of outrank them, it's a great tool. But the paid version is a little pricey if you're just starting out. But they do have a free version that you can use if you just want to do some basic keyword research. So it's, it's worth it to just set up an account and just play around with it and and see what you can use for free because it is it is helpful. You don't get the comprehensive version that you would with the paid paid version, but it's what you get for free is is definitely enough um, to check out uh, keywords and to know what you should be including. If you have a blog, for example, what you may want to be including in there is um, headers or tags or whatever. Um, not tags. I'm thinking about Etsy. <laughs> not like if you have a blog post and you want to know what headings you want to put in there, what H1, H2, H3 headings, you want to do keyword research to make sure that the headings that you're using are not too competitive and that you do have enough people looking at them. So SEMrush can help you with that type of research. Number seven is Bookbolt. If you are selling on Amazon KDP, or if you're just selling journals in general, Bookbolt um, offers you free interiors with, you know, just signing up with your email address. So if you wanted to create blank line journals or like a dot grid journal, uh, like a blank recipe book interior, you can get that at Bookbolt. They have a paid plan, but you don't need it. Um, to get access to a good amount of free interiors. So if you're considering doing that, I would definitely check out um, BookBolt and download some of their free interiors. And then you can go to Canva and create your cover for free. Um, and then of course, Amazon KDP is free to join. So it's kind of win-win all around there. Number eight is PhotoP. I'm not sure if it's PhotoP or PhotoPia, but it's PhotoPea. And it's basically a free Photoshop alternative. So if you don't want to pay a monthly or annual subscription to Adobe for Photoshop, Photopea is, is a great alternative. You can use layers. I mean, it's it's almost not identical to the um, Photoshop dashboard. But if you've used Photoshop before and you go to Photopea, you'll see that it's very similar. So if you want a free alternative, that one is perfect. Then there's Inkscape, which is a vector graphics software. So it's free, it's open source, 
and it allows you to create uh, scalable vector graphics or SVGs, which are good because if you if you're designing something where you want to be able to kind of scale up or enlarge the image, there's no pixelation. It's just a clean image. And if you use Inkscape, you can you can make um, I mean if you do text-based graphics, it's great for that. If you're doing prints or posters that you're selling on Etsy or online or or printing out and sending to customers, Inkscape may be a great option because SVGs um, you're able to enlarge them and they still the image still looks really clean and the text looks really clean. There's no pixelation. Number 10 is rawpixel.com. Now, if you're interested in finding or using free public domain art and images, rawpixel has a huge library of public domain images and art that you can use in your work. And they're free, they're public domain meaning there's no license that you need. You don't have to attribute attribute anyone. You don't have to worry about getting in trouble for copyright infringement, all those images. And I mean, still, if you find an image that you want, double check to make sure that it says public domain. And that means it's old enough where the pat either the patent or um, the copyright protection expired, whatever the case may be, you're able to use it in your work. So rawpixel.com. And actually you can eat, you can also go to metmuseum dot com. I think it's maybe forward slash collections. And they have a lot of work on their website that is now public domain. But you have to make sure each image says public domain on there so it's safe to use. But yeah, that's that's a largely untapped resource. So you may want to consider using that in your designs. Now photo mania that is a photo filter tool similar to Pixlr. I'm not sure if you've heard of Pixlr, P-I-X-L-R, they're both photo filter or photo editing tools. So you can upload an image and you can add a filter or you can add different effects to just make a very basic image look really cool. So regardless of how you want to use it, you can just upload any image and then play around with the filters, play around with the different effects. And, you know, you can really create something unique just based on a very plain um, photo or image. So that's Photomania and Pixlr as well. Now, if you do decide that you want to take an image, let's say from Raw Pixel, and you upload it to Photomania, and you add a cool effect to it, and you wanna upload it to sell on a t-shirt in Redbubble, let's say, you wanna make sure that no one else has uploaded that same exact image. Uh, because you just don't want to get flagged by Redbubble as uploading something that someone else has already uploaded. So if you go to TinEye, T-I-N-E-Y-E, and put in the image and do a reverse image search, you can find out whether or not that exact image has already been uploaded to Redbubble or Etsy. And chances are, if you're adding some type of effect to it or some type of texture or filter, Chances are no one has done the exact same editing that you've done to that image. But 10i is, is good to keep in mind if you just want to put in just a picture from Raw Pixel that you have not altered in any way. You can go to 10i to see, you know, hey, I'm not going to change this photo. I don't want to filter it or anything like that. 
let me just see if anyone's already uploaded it. So if you go to Raw Pixel and you find an, an, a Van Gogh painting that's public domain that you want to somehow use in your designs, you would upload that into Tenai to see if someone else has already uploaded that same Van Gogh painting um, before you do so without editing it. Because if you do make any type of edit or add a filter or texture, you've changed it. So you have to worry about, you know, whether or not someone else has uploaded that same Van Gogh painting because you've added your own flair to it. You've added some type of overlay or effect that's changed it, that you altered it. So it's not, it's no longer the same. Number 13 is the color picker eyedropper chrome extension. And this thing, I mean, it's such a simple tool, but it allows you to pick up the color hex code from anywhere. So if you're on a page, let's say you're on the uh, Dunkin' Donuts website and you just like a color that they've used in one of their marketing campaigns and you're thinking, wow, I would love to have that exact color as the, like a, to use in my uh, t-shirt design. You can use the color picker, click on that color on the Dunkin' Donuts website, get the hex code, and then go to your platform, put in that same hex code, and then you'll be able to apply that color to whatever it is you're working on. So I love color picker um, eyedropper. I use it all the time. And you don't have to, it takes the guesswork out of matching colors. You can get the exact code from wherever and apply it somewhere else. And it's, it's free and it's just really um, very useful. Number 14 is I love PDF. And Allo PDF allows you to convert anything to PDF. So if you have to switch formats from JPEG to PDF, from Word doc to PDF, even the other way around, I think you can go from PDF to Word, from JPEG to PNG. If you've got to switch format for something, switch the format for something, definitely check I Love PDF. Also, if you upload a PDF, let's say it's 20, a 20 page document, and you want to add page numbers to it, you can do that in Allo PDF. You can actually, I think you can go in there and make your PDF editable or fillable as well. But it's totally free and it's, it's extremely helpful. Number 15 is BeFunky.com. That's a free design software similar to Canva. And it actually has some features that Canva doesn't have because when you print something, when you when you download something on Canva as PDF print, it is 300 DPI. But if you download a PNG or JPEG on Canva, I don't think it's 300 DPI. But on Be Funky, it is if you have it set, you know, to print out um, with that resolution. And there are a couple of other features on there. Um, like, for example, you can create um, an element that has a different stroke color and a different fill color. And I don't know if I've seen that on Canva. So if you have a rectangle, you can have like a border, an outline that's red, and you can have the inside be blue or black, which is cool. So if, if, you've, if you've tried Canva, you may want to look at befunky.com. If you just need a free design tool, I would just check it out. It's, it's pretty easy to use, but you can definitely do a lot with it for sure. Number 16 is pocstock.com. If you are looking for stock images um, that have people of color or you're looking for just diverse images, POC stock 
has a great selection. Um, I haven't seen a website like that that had stock images that were as diverse. So if that's something that you need for your business, uh, you may want to check that out because that's also free. And then if you just need just images uh, overall, just broad images, Pexels and Pixabay. Those are two other uh, websites that have great images. And um, yeah, so I would try those out. You don't have to pay for those. You just sign up and you can download um, whatever you need. Actually, I don't even think you have to sign up for for either, but you'll have to, you know, c- complete the uh, the CAPTCHA image in order to download your your photos. Number 18 is the AMZ Suggestion Expander. And if you are selling on Amazon, this is what allows you to find alternate keywords in the search bar. So if you go to Amazon and you go to the search bar and you type in um, blank lined unicorn, AMZ Suggestion Expander will show you blank um, line pink unicorn, purple unicorn, unicorn journal for girls, pink unicorn journal for women. It gives you a lot of other suggestions in terms of keywords. So that's extremely helpful, especially if you are selling maybe journals or um, low content or no content books on Amazon and you need other ideas so you can niche down. So you don't want to just sell a blank line journal because you'll be competing with literally, I don't know, maybe 50,000 other people. So you want to be able to niche down. And if you can't think of, you know, any other way to do that, that Chrome extension will give you the suggestions that you need. Like, oh, okay, I never even thought about selling, you know, pink lined unicorn journals for nurses, you know, but that so nurses may pop up as a suggestion. So that's helpful. Number 19 is the DS Amazon Quick View Chrome extension. And this shows you the rank of any item. So if you're just on Amazon and you're scrolling and you see, you know, some journals that you're interested in and you're thinking maybe I can make something similar to that. I'm wondering if anyone's buying it. That Chrome extension will will show you the bestseller rank of the BSR for all of the journals on the page. So you don't have to do anything. Just having that extension um, installed will allow you just to see every, you know, all the rank as you scroll. So that that's helpful because if it says no rank found, then you know that that item hasn't sold at all. It hasn't even been given a bestseller rank. And then number 20 is removebg.com. And this simply removes the background of any image in seconds. You don't have to sign up. You don't have to log in. You just go to the website. It'll ask you to upload the image. You drag the image in there and it'll remove the background. So if you're on a free Canva account, it will not allow you to use the remove background tool. So you can still keep your free Canva account. And then if you have to remove a background from something that may be a JPEG uh, file, just go to removebg.com and it should work and it's pretty easy. All right, so those are 20 um, free tools for any content creator. And I hope that you'll check some of these out. I hope this is helpful. That's going to do it for me until next week. So I hope you're all doing well. And until next time, peace. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. 
If you did, please subscribe and look in the description for a link to join fellow listeners online. Until next time, peace.